Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I'm your host, Steve Bissell. The goal of this podcast is to demystify therapy, what can happen in therapy, and the wide array of conversations you can have in therapy. I also talk to guests about therapy, their experience with therapy, and how psychology is present in many places in their lives. I also share personal stories. So please join me on this journey about therapy. Hi, and welcome to episode 73 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am Steve Bissell. If you haven't listened to episode 72 yet, please go back. I had such a great time with Kara, Bill, and Susan. Just a great conversation about emergency work, what it can bring you, as well as kind of like developing, if you're a therapist, finding the things you like and dislike, as well as just meeting a lot of challenges in order to manage it better. And ultimately, I think that part of the stuff that we didn't talk about, but I'm going to say here, I really feel like I'm more able to deal with things that happen in outpatient therapy because of it. But it was a great conversation, so go back. There's a lot of stuff we talked about. But episode 73 will be, again, a chapter in my book, and the chapter in the book is A Beautiful Mind Needs to Be Nurtured. Again, what I've done as an exercise for myself, as well as for you, my audience, really, is that I reread the chapters that I wrote about two years ago. And in this chapter, I talk a lot about neurology and how the brain works and all that stuff. And I just realized that, you know, that's much more than a beautiful mind. I think that I should have worked on the thought processes a little more, how to process emotions on a cognitive level and talked more about cognitive distortions. I think that I barely talked about the conditional words too. But let me just give you a little bit of an idea of what I talked about. Some of the key words are brain anatomy. And what I talk about is, you know, the cerebral cortex to the henbrain with the midbrain and how that works. And I particularly take time to talk about how trauma works. And I think that that's something I even want to expand more. But I realize also that I have another chapter where I talked about trauma. So I think that I like to remind people that all of this is linked. And that's what a, the other thing that I really feel like I did well in this chapter is that if you have questions about neurology or how your brain works and how it works on a day-to-day basis in regards to mental health, I really thought that I did a good job breaking it down, what it looks like. And, you know, I know I'm tooting my own horn, but frankly, who who's going to do it but me, right? Although you have done a fantastic job as my audience, I will give you a lot of credit for that. But I think that I talk about eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing, or EMDR, which I really enjoy doing. It can be tiring for both the client and the therapist, but it's so rewarding. I've seen so many successes with that. And you can talk about first responders. We can talk about other professions. We can talk about military. But I think that it's probably the most effective way to deal with trauma, especially if you've had multiple traumas. Some people have also tried to go to other treatments in regards to trauma, and it has not been as effective. So EMDR is really the way to go for that. And I also thought about something when I was saying that, is the other part that I really like about that chapter is that I talk about how we have anywhere from, I can't remember the exact number, but I think the low end is 15,000 and the high end is 80,000 thoughts in a day. So something to think about when we have, you know, some thoughts that just come in and go. I don't, I'll talk about this in another uh, chapter also, but I talk about 
a little bit of spirituality. So one of the things that people don't understand about mindfulness is that they think they sit there and they empty their brain. Well, how do you empty a brain that has at a minimum 15,000 thoughts in a day and at a maximum 80,000 thoughts in a day? So it's really learning to have some discipline as to what the thoughts are, which ones you should attach to. And I really enjoyed talking about that. I also remember from the chapter that I've worked on, okay, well, is this a thought that is positive or negative? Well, when it comes in, it actually is neutral. We put value on it in a good way or a bad way, and then we go with that or not go with that. So learning to have a little more discipline in our thought process is so important. I really enjoyed that part too. What would I add well, I think besides the cognitive distortion stuff, which I think is so important, and I do talk about them in another chapter, but I really think that our thought processes is something that we need to learn to observe. I don't think I mentioned that, but it's learning to, you know, what's my thought? Okay, why am I thinking that? Where does it come from? Why did I attribute that value? And so on and so forth. It takes a lot of discipline, and it doesn't mean that you can do it all the time. And in the moment, it might be difficult. But, you know, that's when I encourage people to journal to write things down because sometimes when you write it down, you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. And it's not to say bad things about yourself, but it's rather that you start looking at it in a different light when it's written because you take time to look at it visually. And I think that that's something that we should all do. So yes, for a, a beautiful mind to be nurtured, I think journaling is the one thing I would add to that chapter. And hopefully this encourages you to go get the book, which is ultimately my goal. I obviously I have a vested interest in saying that, right? But I think that for me, just realizing that it's good from to just learn different things. So if you're a therapist, I think it's a good book. I think if you're a client, you know a little more about the thought process of therapists and how it works. And if you have any additional questions, guess what? You can reach me anytime. My email is on pretty much every platform and you can always reach me to have that discussion. And if you are probably listening to this in the car, but it's my full name, Steve Bisson, L-M-H-C at gmail.com. So in case no one can find it, it's right here on the podcast. Episode 74, which will be two days before Veterans Day. And I'm going to be talking to Jay, Ball, and Caitlin about veterans stuff. We really want to make sure that we honor our veterans, but we also want to do it in a proper way. And Jay, who was in the Army, definitely has a lot of insight on that. And Caitlin Dehe, who has worked with the military in the past, is also very insightful on the subject. So please join us then. Please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast on your favorite platform. A glowing review is always helpful. And as a reminder, this podcast is for information, educational, and entertainment purposes. If you are struggling with a mental health or substance abuse issue, please reach out to a professional counselor or therapist for consultation.